mission my first mission was to remind everybody players community everybody at the university Lincoln Riley didn't invent OU football and everyone needed a little wake-up call because kind of slipped into thinking he did I'm going to tell you right now Texas beats Alabama it's TJ's fault this song slaps man By the way, the guy there uh, speaking on the floor, uh, someone called in and said, wouldn't we go to war for that guy? I said, yeah, we didn't mention Bob, did we? And after uh, what he did with Lincoln That's and true. The, 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 yeah, yeah probably need to add his name to the list. The what I figured out is darkness that he led us through. Yes. What I, what I figured out is you've got to have go a ahead. little feistiness and fight in you as well to be in this category. Like someone texted in Little Joe, actually a bunch of people have, and I said, I think that's the Steve Owens thing. I think people love Little Joe, but are they willing to fight for Little Joe? And maybe it's because the other four that were naming, they would fight. They would fight you. (laughs) Little Joe would probably debate you and kind of ease it and say, you know, let's calm down here. Let's just rationally talk through this. (laughs) But Boz, Baker, Bob, Barry, they're swinging. Oklahomans love some feistiness in their coaches and athletes. I mean, Billy Tubbs, great example, right? Right. Wayman is the uh, exception. A gentleman. Gentleman and scholar. There are, there are some that just, you know, it was the smile, it was the game, it was everything. He just, you, you were entranced by Wayman. But in general... We kind of like, I mean, I think it's the reason they like me so much, TJ. They like a bad, bad boy. boy. <laughs> you're a B now. You're, you're, you're a bad boy. That's right. Uh-oh. That's right. Scam likely from Tisha Mingo. I'm going to send this to voicemail. Hold on. There we go. Uh, so, anywho. Anywho. You know what I'm excited about? Like, it's going to be a long couple of days till Friday. I'm really excited about this weekend. The baseball series. You want to talk about some feisty people? You'll, you'll see them in the stands at uh, El Dell this weekend. It's gonna be fun, Deej. Let's let's keep it civil, everyone. Okay, let's oh, remember. Come on, what are you doing? Keep what, it civil. I, I mean, in this regard, I, I understand that 
One of the things Brent Venable said to his team before they went out to the spring game is, let's remember, there's a lot of women and children around. All right? So I don't mind some razzing, but let's, let's you know. My kid can handle it. As a parent, I'm speaking for my child. You know what? I got a text this morning. Let me read you this text. Your kid's name starts with a B, by the way. <laughs> this text came to me this morning. Um, your son just flicked me off in the drop-off line at school. <laughs> it was his ring finger, but still, little bleep. I said, Flipped. yeah, he's quite proud of that ring finger flip-off. He's got it down pretty well now. Okay. Did you say flip or flicked? <laughs> this guy said flicked. I say flipped. Oh. So yeah, okay. that's one of those discussions. It's flipped, right? For me, it's flipped, yes. Flipped off, yeah. Oh, do some people say flicked? Some people say flicked. Really? Yeah. Never heard that before. <laughs> They're referring to the same thing, though. They say flicked. <laughs> right. Huh. Are we the oddballs, or are we in the No, majority? I think we're in the majority. Now, most people yeah. I hear say flipped off, so you're correct. you gotta, you got to talk to him when he gets home today. You can't have him going around <laughs> flipping people off. You, you love Being it, Being the you? person that it was, I'm completely fine with it. So, you know. Uh, Bronx, been <laughs> called into the principal's office today. Bronx, where do you think this behavior came from? It's TJ's fault. <laughs> now that's the last text I got from that guy was, uh, he is definitely your son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I, 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 but this is going to be... It's going to be spicy. Uh, yes. And it's important. You know, it's more than just a, a former coach coming back. And there's obviously some hard feelings there on both sides, and I don't want to make more of it. It is. I'm not here to instigate anything. I'm just stating the obvious. So that you've got that storyline. But it's also important. Like, Kansas State's on the outside looking in right now. They are desperately in need of wins. And we have talked about where Oklahoma stands. Uh, They need to win this series. It's a home series. They have to win this series. You can't be losing a home series to Kansas State. So you add the importance of it to the underlying storylines, to the fact that I think we're going to have great weather and big crowds. And, oh, I can't. I think I'll be there Saturday. I just need an error by K-State on Saturday. Just one error so Why? that I can say, I beat! Perhaps you should try the shortstop at first base! I got yeah, that one. I, I don't got think that you one. could say that anymore. I think every team in college <laughs> and pro baseball now does that. No, it's just Pete's we fault. We do it. It's Pete's fault. We do it. It's Pete's fault. Well, it might be Pete's fault, but, like, the current OU baseball team does it. On a shift now, we send Wallace Clark all the well, way over to the right side. I'm of the not talking sometimes. a shift. I'm talking lineup changes and guys in weird spots. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. I think you've exaggerated through the years in your head. I'm going to stand under your window. Hey, Pete! This is me pointing up at your window. Even he hates you! And now, go on now. <laughs> it's gonna be a fun weekend tj i i cannot wait it's gonna be a fun weekend of baseball doc b will be there he's on hold good morning doctor yeah yeah 
Are you going to do uh, yeah, some yeah. Uh, grunting at Pete this weekend? Oh, Port Robertson. Yeah, yeah. You know Port. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, George talked about Port Robertson last night. He he was was strict. He was strict rules. He was strict. He carried that whistle around everywhere. He was running the show. There is no doubt about that. He he was. Legendary Port Robertson. Yeah. Yep. All right, Doc. Hey, I'll see you this weekend, Doc, okay? Yep. Take care now. All right. You take care, too, Doc. Uh, TJ, uh, we're gonna. We're, this is gonna be uh, a little bit abbreviated today, but it is time for. I don't know what day of the week it is. Yeah, is it Monday? I don't know. Is it Tuesday? I don't know. Maybe Sunday? I don't know. Every day feels the same. Every day feels the same. I think it's Thursday. Shut your mouth! It all feels the same. It all feels the same. I don't know. Are we are we over that or is it still good? Are we need to move on? Are people tired of that or is it still what uh, that song? Uh, still, uh, yeah. I was bobbing my head the whole time, so I don't care what other people still think. Fine? So if they're okay, they're right. tired of it, it's my fault if you keep playing it. It's not a very good OTD today. I've scoured uh, you know all the normal sources, TJ, and I've decided just to give you one. Not a lot happening on April twenty seventh, huh? A lot happening, but nothing super interesting or, you know, I mean, I just I've, nothing that falls into our wheelhouse here on the wildly popular T-Row in the morning show. So, okay, okay. I've decided to just give you one and move on. By the way, coming off a really good day yesterday. Yeah, it was. 36 and 3 on the year. So it's just one. It's a regulation one today. And, uh, and we'll keep it short and simple. We won't force it. And we'll move on. Okay. All right. All right. And here we go. Here's your one OTD today. On this date, April 27, April 27, what year did Nolan Ryan become the strikeout king, passing Walter Johnson with his 3,509th career strikeout? I believe that was in 89. Take your time. Pretty sure it was 89, not nine. I know it was. I know it was. I'm not going to sit here and talk myself out of it. 1989, final answer. I'm going to kick myself if I miss this. (laughs) Coach K takes it. Ah! Not even close. 1983. What did you ask me? When he passed Walter Johnson. To become the strikeout king. Oh, I misunderstood you. 3,509 strikeouts. I, I misunderstood your you question. To take yeah. your time. I misunderstood your question. I'm thinking 5,000 think strikeouts. I'm thinking 5,000 strikeout when you gave the total number, and that was 89. Oh, well. Dadgummit. That's my fault. I didn't listen. It's TJ's fault. You you just missed a Nolan Ryan question. Dude. I did, and badly, and badly. Uh, I completely, I completely came up with my own question that you didn't I even ask me. 
I kept yelling at you. Take your time. You were just trying to I just thought you were fire. messing with me because there was only one question, so you were telling me to take my time. I just I've ran gotta right into more. the fire. I've got to listen more to what you're saying. Oh, my God. That's on me. That's on me. That gummit. He ended up with 5,714, by the way. He was nowhere close to being done. And many people have passed Walter Johnson now. Walter Johnson now stands number 10 on the list. Randy Johnson, Roger Clemens, uh, Steve Carlton, and more. Uh, Nolan Ryan, 1983, passed. Was it the train? Is that what they called him? Walter the Train Johnson? Wasn't that his nickname? That sounds right, yeah. Something something like that. Um, the Big Train, that's what it is. Walter the Big Train Johnson. That's a nickname right there, man. That's a good one. The Big Train all right. Well, that's a disappointing effort by you today. That's a that's, miss. That's unpleasant. <laughs> a Nolan Ryan miss. My apologies to Lynn Nolan Ryan Jr. Shocking turn of events. Uh, by the way, how do you feel about the deadened baseballs we're apparently using this year to keep the home run numbers down? I don't like it at all. And Seems smart. It's, um, it's funny, like uh, last night, like, who was it? Was it maybe Joey Gallo? Someone like, there's our first home run of the year. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. You should be sitting on six or seven at least by now. So I don't I don't like it. It seems like a, a stupid decision, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. More scoring, more offense is what the kids want. So mm-hmm. I don't know why you would take away the one thing they like, and that's uh, bombs. So... And chicks dig the long ball, too. Chicks dig it, too. So. Uh, you know whose fault this is. It's not mine. It's Rob Manfred's. It's TJ's fault. No, I cannot be blamed for that. Uh, the men's golf, by the way, final round of the Big 12 starts at 9.30 this morning. So we're a little over an hour away. Texas, a one-shot lead over OU going into the final round. All right, we need a break. 8.17 in the morning. We'll hit some of your text messages next. 405-651-3439. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. It's TJ's fault. <laughs> We're back. T-Row in the Morning Show this hour brought to you by it's RK. It's fault. <laughs> the voice makes it perfect, too. <laughs> like... <laughs> it's a little Ross Perot-ish. Yeah. <laughs> it's TJ's fault. <laughs> One guy came up to me and said, uh, TJ did it? And I was like, close enough. And I gave him a book. I was told through uh, somebody that you uh, may have gave someone uh, uh, his two twin daughters books that uh, I know this person. So Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> RKBlight.com. Been in business since 1952. Fax, printer, scanner, document management, network solutions, so much more. 405-943-9800 or RKBlight.com. Hey, let's hit some text and let's mock it, TJ. I feel let's, like uh, mocking Let's it. mock it. Um... Another reason OKC is better than Tulsa? I don't know what that reason was. Ah, but, come on. We're not yeah. starting that now. <laughs> we love both towns. KCK needs to know, Toby, what time does the event start tomorrow at Canes? Oh, stand by. 
I can tell you that. I can tell you that. Uh, 6.30, right? My fault. I think it's 6.30. The, yeah, they start speaking. Coach Moser and Baranchek start speaking at 6.30. But I think the doors open way before that. I don't know. I don't have in front of me when the doors open. I apologize. 6? 5.30 maybe? I'll try to find out for you. I'll try to find out for you. Say something. He's only hosting it, people. He has no idea what time to be there. (laughs) That's Uh, not my job to know when the doors open. I just got to know what to ask. It's TJ's fault. This is the most. (laughs) Can I finish? The most advanced planning I have ever had for an OU event, by the way. Like every question that. They want me to ask is scripted. I must have done a poor job lately at really? something. They, the because... coaches no longer trust you. Exactly. Something has happened. Like well, you became a bad boy. They can't trust a has... bad boy with a mic. That my... must be it. They've all <laughs> scripted out exactly what they want to be asked. I'm like, dude, I've done this for a few years. Like, we'll be okay. We'll be okay. Yeah, but we want to make sure you've got the exact right questions. All right, all right, I'll follow the script. <laughs> I may slip in a couple they don't, they're not anticipating, TJ. You just could be on your toes, Brent. This texter says, I have it on good authority. The reason why they moved filming to OKC is because I-44, US-75, I-244, OK-51, and US-412 are little, and literally every expressway in town is under major construction right now. <laughs> wow. Uh, we have a vote here for, uh, they would go to war for Betty Lehman. Um, this one, this one would go to war Betty for Barold McCoy. <laughs> there else there would be. Broy Williams. They said I would fight for Broy Williams. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, Bob, Barry, Billy, Boz, Baker, and the Belldozer. <laughs> People fighting for the Belldozer? Maybe. Uh, once upon a time, maybe. Flicked the bird or flicked off is incorrect. It's definitely flipped. Well, I agree with you, Texter. I'm just saying I haven't heard heard people use flicked. Uh, Doors open at 6 is what a Texter is telling me from Tulsa, so they know more than you know. Uh, Doors open at 6, folks. (laughs) Toby, TJ, please keep that song the same uh, for the segment. It's a cool song, Curtis B. There you go. They're wanting to change. TJ does not like to be told what to do yeah. when it comes to yeah, what I'm never music playing to play, that song okay? again. Never playing that song again. <laughs> Betty Lehman. All, All right, let's hear your mock draft. Some, yes. You ready to mock it, TJ? Yes, please. Let's mock it, man. Are you excited about tomorrow night? First round of the NFL draft tomorrow night? TJ! Sorry, I was answering a question for someone. Uh, are you excited? That's what I asked. Are you um uh looking forward to it excited probably a little strong here we go first pick of the draft this is cbs mock draft it hot off the press it dropped within the last hour tj i can't even touch it it's so hot they say trayvon walker goes number one to georgia by the way did you has chris dropped his mock draft i would be more than happy to share his mock draft but i did not see it posted anywhere if he did i did not see it either so I i don't think so all right, Chris, you just let us know. You give us the exclusive copy, and we will uh, share it on this show today or tomorrow. 
Kayvon Thibodeau, number two to the Lions. How about that? They got uh, they don't they don't have Aiden Hutchinson going to four. They've got Derek Stingley, the corner, going number three to Houston, and Aiden Hutchinson, the Michigan defensive end, going number four to the Jets. I'm thrilled if I'm the Jets and he drops to four. Sure. Although we'll never hear from him again since he's going to the Jets. But NC State offensive lineman to the Giants, five. Jamison Williams, the Alabama wide receiver, going number six to the Jets. That'd be a good first six picks Oof, if the Jets yeah, got Aiden Hutchinson and Jamison Williams. Uh, Giants at seven, taking Ahmad Gardner. The city of New York has uh, – they got some mock trades in here. That's what's happening here. So they've got the Jets picking up the number six pick in a mock trade with the Panthers. And New York Giants getting the seventh pick. That's a trade from the Bears, Ahmad Gardner. Falcons at eight taking Jordan Davis, defensive lineman from Georgia. Huge defensive lineman, 6'6", 340. Oh, TJ. TJ, TJ. Yes. Chris Plank's mock draft has hit my inbox. Oh. Forget all this. Forget, Forget what you Scratch Forget that. Forget CBS. Forget CBS, ladies and gentlemen. The Chris Plank mock draft has arrived. And Chris disagrees with CBS. Our draft expert says Aiden Hutchinson will go number one to the Jags. Woo! Aiden Hutchinson hopes he's right, too. This will be as much drama for number one as we've had in a while, it feels like. That's, I have no proof to back up that statement. Chris has K- Kayvon Thibodeau going number two to the Lions. Charles Cross. Mississippi State offensive tackle going to Houston. Is that a real person, TJ? Charles Cross? Never uh, never heard of him. Trayvon Walker going to the Jets at four. Evan Neal, Bama offensive tackle to the Giants at five. Chris sees an early run on offensive tackles. And he's got Ike Ekwonu, pretty sure I nailed that, offensive tackle going to Carolina at six. So three of his first six picks offensive tackles. Giants at seven, taking Florida State defensive end Jermaine Johnson. Falcons at eight, taking Georgia defensive tackle Jordan Davis. Seahawks from Denver at nine, taking Sauce Gardner. What a name. Corner from Cincy. That pick was supposed and to be the, a secret, by the way. Oh, the secret sauce. But I did there. Yeah. And the Jets at ten, taking Jamison Williams, Bama wide receiver. Other first-round picks of note, Chris Plank's mock draft. Uh, Kenny Pickett, number 16 overall, the quarterback from Pittsburgh, going to the Saints from Philly via Indy. Uh, Let's see what else jumps out at me here. He's got your Cowboys going with Taylor Linderbaum, the Iowa center. I've seen that a few places. How do you feel about it? Taylor Linderbaum. <laughs> Difficult name to say, uh, but as long as he's clogging the middle there, I'm all right. I will tell you this. Linderbaum. Bueller. You want to get, get Gabe Eichard really excited? There are two things you can do. One, put a buffet in front of him. <laughs> two, Show him video of Taylor Linderbaum. <laughs> right. Probably true. Yes. He absolutely loves Taylor Linderbaum. I don't see. Desmond Ritter 
Cincinnati quarterback going with the last pick of the first round, according to Chris, to the Detroit Lions from the Rams. Uh, Three guarantees, he says. Chiefs will move up to get the wide receiver they want. Someone will shock and take a quarterback when we don't expect them to. And no way Kayvon Thibodeau drops past five. Those are Chris Plank's three guarantees. Are you ready for the Sooners, TJ? Uh, Give us the Sooners, please. That's the only thing people really want to hear. Give us the Sooners. Chris Plank's potential OU players landing spots. Perry on Winfrey. Second round to the Texans, 37th overall. Wrong Texas team, but all right. Nick Benito, second round, 53rd overall to the Packers. I could see him. I could see that in that. I could see him in that uniform, yeah. Brian Asaboa, second round, 61st overall to the 49ers. It's dead to me at this point then. Next guy off the board, he says, will be Marquise Hayes, fourth round to the Bills. IT, fifth round to the Bears. Tyrese Robinson, sixth round to the Patriots. And Kennedy Brooks, sixth round to the Falcons. None of those are my team. That was rude of Chris. Plank. None of them are your team either. He also did not send any Sooners to the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, didn't uh, give any of our teams anything. Not very nice at all. No. So there you go, Teach. Um... Chris just needs to start doing a daily mock draft like Lenardi does, just even when it's off-season. Just put one out every day. A way too early 2023 mock draft (laughs) five minutes after this draft ends. Yes. Yeah. People would click on it, man. Stupid people like me would click on it every day to see the updates. All right, we'll be back. The Ref. Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Oh, man, what a show today. What a show today. Softball back at it tomorrow, by the way. Chris is headed up to uh, Kansas for the weekend. He's going to be up there. uh, The Ruse. Yep, Thursday they get the Ruse. I wonder what the UMKC softball field looks like. I wonder where they put a softball field at UMKC. I think it's just KC now. I think they want to be just called Kansas City now. And then Friday through Sunday at KU. Uh, So softball back at it over the weekend. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Four straight days. Baseball gets K-State here on campus. Caravan tomorrow night in Tulsa. Porter Moser has been added to the docket, by the way. Tomorrow night, if you're going to T-Town, Coach Moser going to join us now. Coach Baranchek, Coach Venables, Joe Castiglione. They will all be there. It's going to be a uh, fun night. Teddy Lehman with a comment on baseball. TJ, you want to hear it? Oh, well, if Teddy Lehman's giving me opinions on baseball, then absolutely I want to hear it. Seems really weird that baseball can manipulate the ball on a whim to affect the game that drastically. Sounds like that has a bigger impact than the steroid era, which has kept some amazing players out of the hall. If anything should remain constant, I'd argue it's the baseball. Wow, that may be the smartest, most intelligent thing he's ever said about baseball. Can't really argue that. 
Are you sure that was uh, not Aaron? Yes. Um, uh, or well, Edward sending that in from his phone, sure. maybe? It came from Teddy's cell phone account. <laughs> right. He's right, though. No, he's right. He's right. And, you know, last year, what, what was it last year or the year before that the pitchers were going nuts over the seam? The seam was bothering them too much. It was raised too yeah. high. Like, it, it, they're constantly messing with the baseball. So he is, he's correct, and I can't argue with him on it. Like, for a sport that is so firmly entrenched in tradition, you got to have this many innings. You got to, like, because we compare statistics through the generations, everything's got to be the same. But that includes the baseball. Quit jacking with the baseball. Just keep making the same baseball. Keep the settings the same forever. Same baseball all the time. Yeah, let's deaden it. Let's liven it. Let's raise the seams. Let's lower the seams. Stop it. Still not convinced that Teddy has not been uh, mugged and had his phone hacked. stolen from him. His phone's been hacked. You need to be nicer to Teddy, okay? This is an Oklahoma icon. Pride of Fort Gibson, Oklahoma. Anchor of our uh, coverage here on the ref every day. It all builds toward Teddy Lehman, three to six. All right. You need to be nicer to him. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Teddy. I apologize. I know he is a hulking human being who wears medium shirts, but inside that is a beating <laughs> heart, TJ. Are you convinced they're mediums? I gotta tell you, have you seen Jay Volai in person? Uh, not in person. I don't believe. No, just pictures and the videos, obviously. But like, I gotta, I gotta. I mean, I sure I saw him maybe on the sidelines Saturday. wasn't paying attention, but yeah. I gotta apologize to Teddy for making fun of his too tight T-shirts through the years. <laughs> no, I. Ha- it is nothing compared to Jay Volai. He wears the uh, the dry fit that's four sizes too small, so like you see every muscle ripple. Uh, yeah. <laughs> his shirts are so tight. Like, I don't even know how he gets them on. <laughs> it's a process to, to, to get dressed and remove clothing. Like, it's like, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I, I guess if I was built like that, maybe I'd, I'd do the same. I don't know, but. You ever have one of those T-shirts that you really like, but it's obviously just a little too tight in the arms or something, and it takes you forever to try to get it off without ripping it? Imagine that's him every day. Maybe he just rips off his shirt every day. I'm well documented on this show. I don't like wearing underwear that feels too tight, okay? <laughs> I don't like any kind of clothing that's tight. These these sweatpants now that are tight. I don't want right. I don't want shirts that are tight. Loose fitting clothing to hide if if I wear loose fitting clothing, I'm convinced people think I'm skinny. It's just loose fitting clothing. <laughs> it's loose fitting. There's clothing. nothing under there. I don't like tight clothes at all. I fidget at it. I pull at it. I tug at it. I, it's, it's, I'm uncomfortable. The whole. I don't know how people do it. It's itchy. Maybe my skin is extra sensitive. I don't know what the deal is. But that is definitely not a problem for Jay Valai. Gracious. That guy. <laughs> I mean, I wonder what his body fat is. <laughs> there is no body fat. Zero. Yeah, that's the right answer. Yeah. Anyway, back to the point. Be nicer to Teddy, okay? He's got a family. Teddy and I get along just fine. You're constantly making fun of him every day on the radio. Uh, I know you guys uh, yell at each other in the office about things. 
my partner, man. I haven't got to have a good shouting match with Teddy in a I long don't time. Like my, I don't like it when my two partners don't get along. I, I, uh, when I say something to Teddy, my favorite thing is, what are you talking about? I can answer any question anyway, and that's what he'll respond to. Like it's, uh, it's wrong no matter what I say. Has he given you any pop quizzes lately? Uh, no, no. I've, it's been a while since I've got to uh, be challenged by Ted, so I haven't seen him in a while. You know, he Would works this new rather, shift, so I don't see him as much as I used to. Would you rather try to outrace a hyena or have an elephant dropped on your head from 20 feet? I don't know, Ted. It's a commercial break of the OU Texas game <laughs> in the fourth quarter. All right? I'm trying to concentrate on something <laughs> right now. Would you rather someone throw a knife at your face from five feet away or shoot but he's you a from a hundred yards. Right. <laughs> Would you rather stand in front of the target from an axe-throwing professional from ten feet away or have an amateur with a shotgun from a hundred feet away? <laughs> exactly the type of questions that he asks. <laughs> yeah. We're tied, ladies and gentlemen. It's Bedlam, fourth quarter, 21 all, the deciding drive when we come back. All right, we're clear. We're in break. Hey, Tobe. Yeah, Ted. Would you rather drink an entire carton of spoiled milk? Or eat a loaf of bread that is moldy and with maggots in it. <laughs> it's white bread. It's white bread. He always adds like a detail. It's like, <laughs> like that'll, it's chocolate that'll help, milk. That'll help with the flavor. It's 2%, by the way. Okay. He's the best, though. I don't know how his brain works, though. He's constantly thinking of those things. Or challenging you. If I bring in some Carolina Reaper peppers, will you just eat one? <laughs> no, I won't. Wuss. <laughs> Chris Plank next. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, crossover time brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. By the way, I will be at Brown O'Haver tomorrow morning. Always love hanging with my man John Whitson at Brown O'Haver. Good morning, Chris Plank. What's up, Toby? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You ready for, well, what a man. What a You got a game on the night of the NFL draft. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I know, right? What um, time's the game? But it's. The game's at six, so. Nah, it'll be done before first pick happens. <laughs> When's the draft start? Seven? Uh, yeah, seven o'clock. Okay, yeah, you're so, golden. You're golden. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And, and we're, so it's kind of cool for me because we're traveling on Thursday. We're playing the game Thursday, and then we're going from uh, Kansas City to Lawrence. So I get to, I love listening to the coverage of the draft. I think they got, they've got Jake Glazer on Fox Sports Radio, and he's great. He 
doesn't tip pick, uh, picks anymore, but it's it's kind of like oh oh that's going to happen. Like he's really dialed in, <laughs> so I get to listen on my drive, and then I mean, you stay at of course the Orient. Have a post draft show. Um, we are not. When we go with yeah. softball, we pl- uh, we we stay. I mean, I don't. It's, it's not the Orient, but we've stayed there before, and it's awesome. I think the first ever trip I went on with OU softball was like in thirteen or fourteen, and. I met them in Kansas City, uh, or Lawrence, and they stayed in the Oread, and they, they, they lost. So I was afraid that I, I was never going to be asked back again to go on the road and call a Sooner softball game. But, yeah, we don't stay there. I love it, though. Great hotel, right? I walked down to the dugout last night. Uh, before It's a great uh-huh. hotel. It's one of my favorites. I walked down to the dugout and uh, before the game, and Clay Van Hook was there. And I said um, – Man, great job. What a, what a weekend for you guys in Lawrence. And he goes, yeah, I almost texted you today and just told you to stay away. And I was like, hang on. I was also not with you guys in Houston. How'd that go? And he goes, oh, yeah, I forgot yeah, about that. Exactly. So, exactly. Uh, yeah, I know the feeling when they lose and you're there. And it's uh, diamond sports especially. Everybody gets superstitious. Like, what changed? What changed? All right. Well, I'm excited. Thank you for sending me your mock draft. I know you put a ton of work into that. Uh, and uh, I, as far as I'm concerned, that's the Bible. Well, here's the thing: is I, I'm not trying to be Mister Know It All. I just love the draft. I mean, I love it, and I've loved it since yeah, I'm a little kid. Um, I've read everything that you could possibly read. I've listened to just about every podcast on this thing. I will say, uh, you asked uh, TJ if you know if he was excited for it, I don't know if I have the same juice that I usually do. And I think, I don't know if that's because of skill players not going maybe in the top 10. Um, the, the quarterback debate doesn't seem to be one that is going to lead to a guy going in the top five or even number one. So I don't know. It, it, well, oh, you not having a guy that could potentially be a top 10 and, guy too kind of takes a little right, from it. it. Yeah. And when our conversation, you're right, TJ, uh, when our conversation is, do you think that X guy can be a first-round pick? You know, that's always a fun conversation, but then it's like, well, is, is there going to be a first-round, you know, defender taken? And it, we, we just don't know. We have no idea. So you're right. There's not a top-ten pick from OU in here either. So that's, that's going to be, I think, that kind of makes this a little bit less exciting, less eventful, less talked about. But I'm still so fired up now that that we're the day before it that there is unknown in the top ten, unlike we've seen in a long time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You're sticking with Aiden Hutchinson. I, I, not only unknown in the top ten, I think there's as much unknown at number one, right? I mean, remind yeah. me in recent so, years, ha, ha, has there been clear cut number ones every year? Or am I misremembering? No, no, no. You, you, you're on. I mean, you think about. There could have been some debate about Kyler in in what eighteen or okay. w- whenever he went one, but you know Certainly you think wasn't there about was Baker, right? Baker's the one that I can think of where you go back to that seventeen draft and there was you know him or Sam Darnold or what Josh Rosen or Lamar Jackson rolling on that conversation, but um, or I, Jackson was the year before, excuse me. But still, the thing is, um, it's. It's fascinating to see because the one picks have been pretty much home runs. Um, Kyler was. Joe Burrow appears to be. Listen, we'll see on Trevor Lawrence, but he's got Doug Peterson in Jacksonville now. So this is unknown. And here's, 
here's why I went with Hutchinson. And this is, this is from the, the Mad Dog shows that I do and the experts that we talk to on Fox Sports Radio. It seems to be the overriding thing. Shotcom, the owner, wants Aiden Hutchinson. Balky wants the kid from Georgia. And Balky's their general manager who almost got fired this offseason. So in my mind, uh, Shad Khan wins in the end. He's the owner of the team. But we'll see. Uh, it's, it's definitely exciting because there is so much unknown. Do you think something happens with Baker in the next couple of days? Yes. But Mike Silver hit it on the head yesterday, and you guys have talked about this a lot. We're talking $16 million, right? You're on the hook for $16 million. Now, does for everyone in Sooner Nation? Yeah, one year. Does everyone in Sooner Nation come in and think that, you know, that that'd be a one year that would be worth it because he's going to play well and he's going to be inspired and have the chip on his shoulder? You yes. bet. But I heard last night in Mike Silver's report that maybe it could be a situation involving a draft pick and Cleveland has to eat half of that too and somehow no. split that salary with a team that they trade him to. I don't Where know. Where do you uh, think we'll he's see. going? I just, I, I still think Seattle. I just think it's such a natural fit right now. You go in and you're the starter day one. But, okay, how much time we got? I, I think there's a chance Carolina's still in play. Because, you know, I, I, who do I have? I have the offensive tackle going to Carolina. Toby, I think that the big debate on Thursday night for Carolina is get an offensive tackle, fortify our line, and then go get Baker to be our starting quarterback. Or draft Kenny Pickett, draft a guy that we think could be our next Matt Ryan, our next guy that can lead the franchise for years and i think if they choose to go offensive tackle i think you're going to see baker in carolina yeah but if that makes a lot of sense because he needs to win now like matt rule yeah, needs absolutely. to win now uh, i don't know absolutely. if he's got time to develop kenny pickett or not so i'm not Please. super excited about him playing for carolina but that makes a lot of sense so all right we'll see uh chris have a great show today tubby safe trip to tulsa enjoy the caravan thank you That's it for me today. We'll do it again tomorrow. I'll be at Brown O'Haver tomorrow. Have a